Blackwell Roundtable. What is up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Black Girl Roundtable. I am Dana. I'm Jelena. And I'm Asha. Yeah, and we are here. How are you guys feeling this week? Um, I, I'm okay. Um, question for you, Jelena. Um, do you remember being um, an extra on an episode of Dune? Do you remember? We, I, I don't remember signing said contract. Um, it looks like someone put a Middle Eastern movie filter over the world right now. It's no, the crazy. We're <laughs> on the Star Wars set. Didn't know. My bad. Why is the air crispy? Thank you, Canada. Thank you. You know, it's a great time to live in Florida. One of the only times that it's a great time to live in Florida. So I will I will soak it up while I can. Um, hopefully it's gone. I'm supposed to be coming up y'all's way this weekend or at the time of recording. So the they said that hopefully it will be gone by tomorrow. Like, let us pray. Let us pray because this, I've, I need some milk thistle in my life the way this shit is just like i've seen the pictures it's crazy and then now i feel bad i was talking to my mentor today um had a really good convo with my um with my like professional mentor um and we'll have a conversation one day about mentors and how you need to have mentors who actually reflect the life that you want that's what i have (laughs) Mm -hmm. so that mentor run around a lot um but my mentor is in uh Right. But my mentor is in Brooklyn, New York. Um, and I was like talking to her today. I'm like, oh, this haze is so bad. And like, it just got silent on the phone. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> my bad. They up there looking like World War Z. So, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. what's, what's that? What's that filter? Sepia is giving, it's giving. Very much. It's giving sepia up here. In, in, you know, it's, the gi- it's giving vivid warm. <laughs> Very so yeah, I did not know that I was an extra on Doom. Didn't know. And to the California folks who are just like, y'all weak because we over here complaining about this. I'm sorry that y'all have natural disasters every other week. That is not my fault. I'd be conditioned to that. Like, not <laughs> on your congressman and your governor's door today. Don't just be like, oh, y'all not used to it. You shouldn't be used to it. You shouldn't be used to it. This is not normal. <laughs> This is not what life is supposed to be. Yes. I just, I think everybody needs to be not on fire. Like that's a, I didn't know that was something I needed to aspire to, but here we are. But prayers for everybody who's dealing with the smog and the the smoke. That is like really scary. It's also Um, not good for anybody's health. Like everybody right now is like. And for as much bullshit as y'all give the U.S., I'm gonna need y'all to to send some of that heat up to Canada. Because I just seen every picture of New York, and like different parts of the Northeast, I ain't seen a photo come out of Canada yet. Same, I'm exactly. Like, what Canada looking like right now? And I, and I looked up their air index thing. They up there fine. While we over here choking, taking deep <laughs> like, breath. What is going on? What's their prime minister's name? Justin Trudeau. He not gonna issue an apology or nothing. Like, our bad or something no, like that. Sorry, girl. Right. <laughs> I mean, get it? It's a not not a not, Okay definitely the the works of climate change and these things can be preventable but it is somehow like a natural disaster in a way a man preventable natural disaster but a natural disaster it's not like you know justin lit a match it was like spread to america but like it's still kind of like this is very much a global problem that we all that 
if it if it happens in one country, it can still affect another, and we all just need to be a lot more. Uh, you need to hold these fucking companies yeah, accountable. Yeah. But listen, that is another conversation for another day. And when I tell you I am not a, there is nobody that you will meet who is less of a scientist than I. But what I do know, because I read and I pay attention, is that all that shit y'all be talking, reduce, reuse, recycle. We all need to do our individual our climate impacts. Da, da, da. All that shit ain't going to do shit unless we hold these companies accountable. But again, another conversation for another day. Because if they would stop throwing their trash in the damn ocean and burning up every piece of goddamn coal and oil they could find, we would be fine. Yep. I don't mind. Exactly. I don't mind bringing my little metal straw to places and cleaning it out, and you know, having to use a new paper paper straw every two point five seconds when I'm having me a little smoothie. Like if I can do that on a daily basis, these companies damn sure can make sure that they're doing their part. Particularly since they are the ones like I can use a paper straw all I want to. They gonna put still put oil in the water. You know what I'm saying? The turtles are going to die one way or another. And that's I am awful. black. Okay, black people, I feel like, uh, culturally, yeah. are eco-friendly. Right. Because one thing we're not going to do is waste some waste. shit. No. Plastic bag had its, had its in 2013. Listen, they be like, all these plastic bags in the oceans. They not mine. Oh, my because God. every plastic oh, bag that my mother has bought since 1992 is under mm-hmm. her sink. Mm-hmm. So what are you talking about? It is a trash can itself. It is some a, a, a curl activator. Okay. It is a water resistant. <laughs> it's a shower cap. The shower cap. It's a shower cap. It's a grocery bag. It's, it's your a trash bag. can liner. It's a trash can liner. It's your grocery bag for it's your it's your lunch bag for work. Yes, it's my lunch bag. First of all, for years, Target has also had on the side, I don't know if they do it now, but they used to, on the side of their bags, it says, reuse me. And it had a list of the shit things, that you all could the do. fun things you could do with your plastic bag. And mm-hmm. I was like, you had to tell me, I, I, I was, followed them. I was going to do this shit anyway. Anyway. Because black. I remember I, I used to get teased. paper straws. That's all I had. Right. I have a metal one. I have a nice little carrying case. I keep it in my purse. Yeah. It's fine. Um... But I even started, you know, just sucking it up and using the fucking Starbucks sippy cups. Like, if I forget it, it's fine. Right. Even now, like my drinks and stuff, I try my best to use like the, you know, the reusable cups. Right. But it's like, you know, again, we can use all the plastic, the paper and the metal straw we want to. We can recycle and reuse, renew, recycle, use refurbish, da 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 and blah, blah, blah. But if companies are still going to dump shit into the ocean and tear up the ozone layer, there's not but so much that the regular person can do. Okay? This is kind of off topic, but it just made me think of stuff. The people on TikTok who say that they're like trying to conserve things or it's aesthetic. Why do you pour juice from a carton into another carton Thank and then you. say that it's saving? Like, first of all, that's plastic. You just took it out of the, like, you just making it worse. <laughs> and as a guest, I don't like that because you like, oh yeah, it's some lemonade in there. And it's just a, a, a plastic carton that you done bought that just say lemonade. I have more questions. 
what kind of lemonade is this? Because yeah, Tropicana yeah. lemonade and Simply lemonade are not the same. And so don't get me fixing my mouth for some Simply and I get fucking, you know, lemon drink. <laughs> I'm going to punch you right. in your shit. Yeah. Hot ass Tropicana lemonade that never gets cold, no matter if you put nitrogen, like ice cubes in you that tell me it's orange juice and I taste Tampico. I'm whooping your ass. I'm breaking everything in I'm your whooping not for it. your ass. Ooh, so sidetracked. Shout out to everybody who has been suffering from the wildfires. Save the planet. Save your money. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. Um, What were we talking about? Check in. Yes, wear your mask, y'all. Fortunately, I can breathe down here in Florida. Um, I was fine today. And so Jelena sent me a video. Um, I have a very specific wedding theme in mind. Do I have a fiance? No. Do I have a boyfriend? Also no, but I have a theme and I've had this theme for years. And somebody on TikTok, I'm not gonna say the theme because y'all like to steal. Um, (laughs) So, but Jelena sent me a video like, oh my God, here's a cute aesthetic video of somebody with your wedding theme. And I was like, bitch, it's the first day of my period. Don't send this to me. Actually, we need to come together as a unit and report this video. So the word does not continue to spread. So I was just very upset about that. <laughs> when I read, reported, at first I was like, what? Why? <laughs> then I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it just caught me. So you know, granted, if I would have known about the period, I probably wouldn't have sent it. I was very upset. But <laughs> oh, I tell you, I was in the car crying because i was like oh look at this you can like visualize like your concept now report that shit i "I didn't need any help i didn't (laughs) i didn't need the visual i had it i had it i had the vision it starts with a vision (laughs) i didn't she got the vision i had my vision i didn't need any assistance and i just really took that shit personally Now, in in her defense, I have yet to see anyone actually do it. So I think you're still good. I mean, but what if somebody has a fiance and a date and just didn't have a theme and then they see that shit and then I'm like, God damn. You know what? I did see that TikTok. I saw it and I thought about sending it today and I'd be like, oh, this is pretty. But then I thought to myself. Report it. Reporting. As a matter of fact, report the page. Don't even report the the page. Y'all is the most unloyal (laughs) bitches I've ever met in my entire life. (laughs) It's too funny. I just feel like I asked for so little in this life. I just want so little. Oh God. This is the Gemini Gemini. Here you are. I don't how. That was so little in life. What, 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 what do I really ask for? Huh? Like, g- give me three things on Dana's list of demands. Quickly. See, that, that quickly. You see, quickly. Ooh, quickly. <laughs> you know you can't put me on the spot. My brain stopped working. Exactly. There's too many things. What? There's two things that won't work. <laughs> <laughs> Please do not quote my favorite SpongeBob episode to me. Right. All right. Well, hope everybody else is faring a little bit better than we are. 
Um, as for my wedding woes, if you have any potential suitors, go ahead and send them my way. So hopefully, you know, I can have my beautiful wedding theme before, you know, Asha and Angelina contribute to the spread of it being taken directly from under me. But that's neither here nor there. To lift our spirits, <laughs> today would be a great day or today is a great day to um, introduce a new segment that um, is gonna be very brief, but just in the spirit of some things that we've been talking about, we really want to um, be intentional, practice what we preach um, and give you guys some different organizations um, that can help us just be better, more active parts of our community. Um, so because it is Pride Month, um, I thought it would be a great opportunity for us to, two organizations that really contribute to the upper mobility of the LGBTQ plus community. The first one is called For the Girls, which just love the name. For the Girls is an organization that um, raises money to assist with Black trans people's rent and affirmative surgeries and just other resources that they may need. They um, point to safe events and spaces to learn more about the specifically Black queer community um, and also um, as kind of just noted before, provide them funding, resources, um, and also those of us who want to be good allies, educational information that kind of just goes beyond surface level. So you can follow them at For the Quarrels on Instagram. That's F-O-R, the G-W-O-R-L-S, if that wasn't obvious. Um, and their website, which is www.forthequarrels.party. Love that. Um, and yeah, check out that organization. The other one, a little bit more well-known, but still equally as important is the Trevor Project. Um, the Trevor Project has been around for years um, and has continued to do really great, very necessary work for young people in our community. Um, they're the leading suicide prevention organization for LGBTQ plus young people. Um, and they offer counseling services for queer youth that are just struggling in any areas, um, you know, be it from the lower end of the spectrum, you know, ultimately to all those who are, you know, potentially considering um, self-harm and other harmful behaviors. So um, if you or someone you know is struggling, specifically a young person, you can point them to contacting the Trevor Project at 866-488-7386. Um, you can also visit the trevorproject.org to learn more about the organization, to donate, um, and you can also donate your time if you do not have mentees um, to get some training and volunteer as a counselor for queer youth. So those are our first two organizations. Please go ahead and make a donation to them. Um, we will be making a donation to them as well. Um, so please join us in those efforts and shout out to all of our queer listeners. We love you, we support you, happy pride. Happy pride, everybody. Give, give, give. All right, well, that was fun. I'm excited for where that one's gonna go next week or next episode, um, Jelena or Asha will uh, take up the mantle and give us some great organizations to look towards giving some monies. Um, if you have any that you want us to check out, definitely um, shoot us an email or forward it to us on Instagram so we can check it out. Again, it doesn't have to be a lot of money. If you have $5, $10, $15, like just to spare. Amazing, amazing, amazing organization. Um, and they do um, really great boots on the ground work. Absolutely. With, um, Mm -hmm. LGBTQ youth like I'm telling you like some people say it Trevor Project does it like so yes let us know if you guys donate you can always take a screenshot uh, DM us so we can see it um, and you know if 
episode editing gods, which is me, um, permits, then we will definitely give you a shout out um, on uh, the next episode. All right, so let's go ahead and move forward into what's trending. Um, not a lot happening, but also a lot happening somehow. It's like both um, in pop culture world. So let's just go ahead and dig right into it. Um, first, let's talk about this young woman because I don't really know much about her. Um, so I just want to get it out of the way. But you guys were kind enough to inform me about this story. Um, so rapper named Chica got into a little bit of hot water this past week um, for some very salacious comments that she made on Twitter. Um, and it's funny how the world of celebrity works. So definitely follow the bouncing ball here. Um, so Chica appeared on the most recent cover of the Double uh, XL um, freshman class for rap. It was like, was it a few, uh, was it last year or two years ago? It might have been two years ago. Okay. Well, she was on. Something like that. She was part Recently of the freshman enough. class at some point. She was pointed out to be, you know, one to watch in the rap community. Um, and has a pretty decent size following on Twitter. She recently took a very early morning flight where two young children were also flying with a relative. And as children do early in the morning and on flights, crying, tears, Nothing kind of out of the ordinary from kids, but, you know, definitely just a little bit more noise in the morning. She decided to take that opportunity to take to Twitter and, you know, I'm not going to repeat all this information that she said, but called these children out of their names, um, called their caretaker, you know, insert appropriate expletives here, um, and really just continue to berate um, the children for essentially being kids on a plane and being upset. Well, turns out um, those kids belong to um, Zonique Miller, who is the daughter of Tiny Harris and stepdaughter of T.I. Um, and yeah, the internet, even before finding out that information, just was not feeling her comments. Um, she has since done some backpedaling, but overall, just a really disgusting, really nasty kind of situation. So um, I'll kick to you first, Jelena. What do you think about all of this? I always say stop talking about people's kids like they're kids that goes for any situation and then as we all know especially being black and then you're also gonna add and being a celebrity it's like six degrees of separation between most people correct like and then you you just happen to get the worst end of the stick because if there is one person in the world like I was telling you earlier I might not agree with them for most of the things but T.I. and Tiny is they gonna drag her to no end and I'm just like you could have wrote this down because all her thing was oh if I didn't say this out loud I would have uh went into a manic episode or what have you whatever it may be even if that is the case write it in your notes app text it to a friend I don't know you didn't have to put it on Twitter like and then I want to say she posted a picture of the children too she did so it just was like you're you did a lot for babies being babies and no nobody wants to hear crying at 6 a.m and yeah it could have been you know an inconvenience but you are a grown adult once you put it out there that's it and the internet is forever so good luck <laughs> and think about children um so i just want to piggyback on what jelena said agree with all of that um so yeah it's like 
this is what group chats are for. Um, this is what friend group chats are for. Like some of the things that we don't say on the show and that we uh, censor, we say to each other, the three Ooh. of us in our group chat. <laughs> group chats be crazy. <laughs> yeah. If when you- I die, make sure the group chat is deleted. Expedition, all of them. Expedition. Listen. Listen. <laughs> to be expunged. Okay. So <laughs> when I go to group chat goes. Yeah, no. When I when one of those goes, that they, that don't need look. By dying breath, you just go see me. No, nobody gonna want to be at the funeral once they see the group. No, correct. <laughs> like, like, damn, that's that's how you felt. They're like, yo, that was kind of fucked up. It's gonna be like one pew, like one row full of people. That's <laughs> it. Us two, and then <laughs> right, it's gonna be the two of y'all, and maybe and, and Dwayne, and that's it. Right. Be like, because these niggas are contractually mm. obligated to be there, but other than <laughs> everybody else that you know what, I don't even know no more. Goddamn. But like, but that is literally, now we would never say something like this, but like there's just no. some things that you just like, sometimes that your intrusive thoughts thing that you cannot let out. Like, exactly. You cannot, let your, you cannot let your intrusive thoughts out on the internet, people. You cannot let that out. Now, you know, on one hand, like Chica, you are wrong. And I get you're like, oh, like people talk about like, you know, your mental health and everything like that. And your mental illness or whatever, your mental health or lack thereof may be the reason you do something. It can't, that can't be where it ends. That can't be the beginning and the end of it. It gotta be like, I did this because I am not in a good mental state. So therefore I need to get on my Zoom and talk to that certified lady. Yes. Mm-hmm. I need to come up with a health plan with me, my therapist, maybe my psychiatrist, and get me to where I need to go. Get me on a health treatment plan. Whatever that is, can 100% believe, and it can be very valid, that you're there's something mentally that makes you think like this and makes you say, say things out loud. And when it comes to kids, because they are a very, very innocent component in this whole situation. One-year-olds are going to cry. And I'm, I want to remind everyone, like, yes, being on a plane for seven hours with a crying baby is miserable. But guess who's also miserable for? The parents and that child. There were so many layers to that. Like, and and you guys introduced me to that. So even just in the, the little bit of that that I saw, it was just so many things to unpack. One of the comments she made was, if your kids are going to cry like that, they need to be in economy. Why do you feel like people who are in an economy class ticket or an economy class seat are somehow more deserving of dis or more deserving of discomfort than you are because you paid a little bit money? So the first box we've checked is classism. The last thing I will say on that too is that listen, now y'all know, you two know, I do not use Twitter. And I feel like the and the reason I don't use Twitter and why I think it's just such a weird app is because I, not every thought you have is a gem. And at least the thing with TikTok and with um, Instagram and 
maybe not so much with Facebook because y'all have started to use Facebook like Twitter, but once upon a time with Facebook is like, there's some, there's some reflection time built into the post. So like as much as we hate it for being, oh, it's curated, it's not authentic. You got to think about this shit a little bit, at least before you post it. Twitter, do, 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 go. Do, 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 go. And every time one of y'all motherfuckers is on trouble, nine times out of 10, it's because of some bullshit that you said on Twitter. Not everybody needs to have a Twitter. Not every thought you have is a gem. And if you're really struggling with your mental health and intrusive thoughts like this, you don't need to have a Twitter. Delete, deactivate, go. And And to anybody who's planning to be any modicum of like notable, here is your notice. To scroll through your tweets. Go all the way back to when was Twitter invented? 2010, something like that. Uh, something I have yeah, Twitter something like, along them lines. Yeah, I've, I've been on Twitter for like over a decade now, which is kind of crazy to think about. But like, yeah, girls, look up go certain back. words. Go back. Don't even and don't even look up certain words because I'm like, if you was to, from with, with Twitter from the beginning, we was all spelling like we were illiterate. Right. Go yeah. back, and you Just, need to read it and delete, delete your <laughs> likes, delete your star. Just do take it. A, take a good day and just scroll. Just take the time. Just scroll. I know I have, and for the mm-hmm. most part, everything I've said because I've always been under the idea of like, and let me not, let me not eat my words, but like I have tried I to talk to too crazy. That. But there have absolutely been things where I'm like, I don't think that this is going to be received the way yes. I intended it to. Yes, I think Asha ten years ago, you know, seventeen, eighteen, definitely is not. Asha, you know, in uh, now in 2023, like Asha 13 does not have the same, very similar, but does not have the same. Uh, I have a, a few more fleshed out ideals, morals, and values. I've learned some things. So, like, maybe I treat something, I'm like, mm, that, mm, 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 girl, I mean, even just like the language you may have used, exactly. like. You had the right idea, but the word you chose was like... Yeah, mm. or just like <laughs> you learn more about like life and relationships. Like I think I had a couple where I was like, ooh, this was a little pick me. Let me go ahead and delete this. Like exactly. those kind of situations. You know I, was like, still just... in my, I was still in my journey. And, and you know, and this, mm, it could give Hotep if you, if you know, if I, you know, looking at it now. Knowing what I know. Knowing what I know. And it's growth. And so you got to be willing to do two things. You got to be willing to acknowledge the fact that you were wrong because God forbid I missed something. And y'all be like, Dana said, da 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 The one thing I'm not going to do is front. I did. That was me. I was wrong. My bad. Yup. And this is, this is exactly what I'm doing to do better. And I apologize because I'm never above an apology. And I, and um, I think what people are missing, like, oh, cancel culture, da 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 We're not saying that people need to be canceled some people just like i can't engage with the content anymore and i think people have a right to do that and not engage with your content or with you right people have a right to be like i'm cool off you i think the problem is when people are like oh well people can't be perfect no y'all be saying some heinous shit from like 2013 and y'all be and like then, growth and, uh. then 20, and then 2013 like first of all i don't see the growth nothing that you've done between the last 10 years has shown me that you have any different views but you now if i don't see the growth then I'm still going to think that you think that. And if you told me, well, that's just, that's just, that was then. And y'all can suck my dick from the back. I'm going to be like, whoa, like y'all be having some lackluster apologies and be like, I've grown. 
there's no way I don't, nothing in your tweets have evolved if your tweets have not evolved from then to now in terms of that specific thought I still think you think that friend like well speaking of people who are talking at a turn let's go ahead and move on to this really unfortunate situation with DC Young Flies um a partner who passed away and how Azalea Banks like she always does very oddly inserted herself into the situation um, so first and foremost, if you have not heard, DC Youngfly, who is a comedian, um, really prominent on social media, and also um, is a featured cast member um, or has been on Wild and Out, um, uh, recently lost the mother of his children. Um, her name is Jackie. Oh, what is her last name? It was, I think it was Jackie O. Jackie yeah, O. It's called Jackie O. Okay. Yeah. I thought that I was making that up because of the rapper. No, Sorry. I was an adult. I don't know if that's her government name. But, <laughs> but yeah, Jackie whatever o. whatever her, before, her you know, public persona name was. Um, so yeah, DC Young Fly's um, partner Jackie O recently passed away. Um, the two had been together for a very, very long time. And um, after giving birth to her children, um, she decided to have some elective cosmetic surgery and um, passed away due to some complications with the surgery allegedly. Um, so first and foremost, I think for I speak for all of us when we say we want to extend the deepest condolences to, you know, DC Youngfly, Jackie's family, her children. Um, it's just really hard to lose somebody okay. unexpectedly. Um, and especially when it's, you know, due to complications of, you know, a surgery that was supposed to be, you know, one and done quick. I'm sure it's just very devastating to lose somebody unexpectedly like this. Um most of the internet has been extending um, very thoughtful condolences, but one Azalea Banks has decided that that is not what she would like to do. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Azalea Banks was on Wild and Out, um, I think maybe in 2018, 2019, so several years ago yeah, at this point. It was some years ago. Um, and uh, very kind of famously did not enjoy her time on the show, felt like they were being colorist to her, felt like they were being disrespectful. And while some of that was absolutely true, if you have not seen Wild and Out, I'm sure a lot of you have, it's just the vibe of the show. And so you yeah. go onto that show and that set expecting some things to be said to you that are unfortunately just disrespectful and you either roll with it or you come back you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or you just, you know, you do it, you check the box and you choose not to go back on the show again. Um, but Azalea Banks has talked about that experience and how much it, you know, affected her emotionally for years, which is her right to do so. But unfortunately, she's taken this as an opportunity to criticize um, him and his family. And she says, and this is directly from her Instagram story um, about a day or two ago. Uh, she says, damn, DC Young Fly spent years disguising his own deeply rooted hatred of self as jokes pointed at women's beauty, projecting his own feelings about his own ugliness onto a woman uh, perfectly secure in their own skin. And I'll pause here and say she's, you know, assumably talking about herself. Continuing on reading her statement, Azalea says, see what you want about my tears. They were pure tears of rage and not all signs of weakness because in the end I won. I'm happy I cried and moved on. That Jackie O girl must have been so deeply insecure about herself and the nerve of DC to call such a gorgeous woman as Azalea Banks ugly on national television while a bunch of black people laughed. 
she continues on. Uh, that thorn on my side is finally out. No way in hell. I was blessed with this many gifts, this much talent and beauty to be a cultural punching bag for a cast of peons who wouldn't have a pot to piss in if they didn't have social media addicts to jester for. I do this dick. I do this in real life dick li- liquors. Ha ha, Ashe. Uh, there's something I'm missing here. There was another something. That shit was long, y'all. Sorry. Yeah, I think, uh, I think you know. Yeah. There's something in here in the midst of her statement where she also notes that she had, like, prayed for DC Youngfly and different yeah, cast like, members to get their here. comeuppance and essentially, like, you know... Azalea allegedly, allegedly has been into, you know, witchcraft and hoodoo, which, you know, is not frowned upon here on this podcast. Do what you do. But, um, you know, essentially dipped into that bag to 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 wish ill on DC Young Fi and his family. Um, so crazy wild statement, crazy wild situation. I think she also said, and I, I don't know if you read it on that one, but she said, uh, wow, it's crazy that on my 32nd birthday and she was 32. Mm-hmm that she died that's how i know like i'm like either like protected or something or like i yeah that her little whatever worked that's essentially what i was trying to to get to um so yeah just where do we even start with azalea banks in this whole situation i give her i give her literally almost if not like even more harsh the same critique i give chica because i know she's also talked about her mental health um before um and I guess, and I don't know what her or Chica's diagnoses are if they even have one to begin with. I was just about to say that, like, how confirmed are these? Because this was one thing that pisses me off is when people say they have a mental illness and they don't have they have and they don't and nobody's you're just a fuck you're just a fucking dick, especially when you are wealthy, <laughs> particularly like, yes. resources to do so. Please, please, because um, some people actually do have something going on and they don't know because they don't have the funds to find out. This pop culture of mental health is really just ruining it, ruining it for everybody. Yes. Ruining it for people who actually have mental illness. Yes. Because who do we want to find out about? Cause, and, and the thing about mental health is like, I think a lot of people, when they think of like these mental health, and, and I'll get to what I have to say about her, but just on, on a side note, I think a lot of times people see like mental like illness as like depression, anxiety, da-da-da. but there are some really like, nasty nasty mental illnesses that really debilitate people's minds and do make them mean people and have them have very like evil intrusive thoughts so i say that so putting that in context with that what i'm saying is azale banks that shit was so freaking foul that shit was so foul i understand that there's like the preference in terms of like light-skinned women and you know all of that and we can have that conversation we can put a pin in that conversation but for now, that woman died because, you know, of complications um, that was very, very unfortunate. And she left left behind three kids. That lady directly did not do nothing to you. And DC Young Fly was simply just doing his job. Every, like, he was doing his job. Not, and it would be one thing, like, it would still be wrong and it would still be inappropriate if all yes. of this ire was directed towards DC Young Fly. But for it to align with this woman who, as you said, has done nothing to you is really strange. Um, Azalea is another, she's like another Kanye to me where the music is great. 
it has continued to be great, but the the public persona of it all makes it so disgusting that I can't engage with your art anymore. Something I would love for us to dive in deeper on another episode is that whole concept of separate the art from the artist. That's not me. It ain't never going to be me. I'm so sorry, girl. When you start fucking up, I got to go. And then Sex by Trey Songs came on my Spotify playlist earlier today. And when I tell you, I really wanted to listen to it, but I had to click because as soon as I think about what you did, I can't enjoy, I can't enjoy this anymore. Even outside of that, like for you as somebody who believes in like a higher power, the spiritual world, one thing, and we've we've talked about this and we we joke, but like truly, I I have a little bit more of a connection to the other side than I would like to. <laughs> okay. I would actually yeah. like for that shit to go away sometimes. <laughs> um, but as somebody who very much believes in there is something else out there. What I'm not finna do is fuck around with that shit. And so on the macro level, and I also, again, another conversation, but I feel like for a lot of y'all that spew hate in other areas about like black folks, queer folks, other races, religions, etc. Y'all are also playing with karma and your eternal spirit, but again, your business. Um, but specifically in situations like this, where people call on spirituality, especially spirituality that has historically for so long been demonized, like you are asking to fuck around and find out. So I don't got it. I don't got it for you, Azalea, but somebody somewhere, even if not on this earthly plane, they may. And you gonna get yours. We, so. we, we don't know who are in these people's families. We don't know Jackie in real life Listen. or these young fly in real life. You don't. You could open the can of worms. And I'm pretty sure DC and Fly is Southern. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about Louisiana a lot, but people from like the Carolinas, the Georgias, them families, they could put some on Florida. Have you Florida? Have you hopping like a frog? Don't let them be Haitian. <laughs> I don't argue with nobody down here. Okay? No. I'm not arguing with nobody because either you got a gun or you got some type of little witchcraft, and I'm not fucking with y'all. And and the and what I will say to that end um, is there are just some things that even if you cast something out, you don't want to play with yourself, particularly when it comes to like dark darkness and, and you know, so. Again, not demonizing, you know, hoodoo, voodoo, and like African spirituality at all. Even even the Christian faith has told you there's something you don't just put on people. There's light and dark in all, all religious practices, religions. and just don't. And, it's the first thing you learn, like, and, and I think in all religions they tell you that there is power in the tongue. And just because you cast on somebody else don't mean that that stuff can't bounce right back off you. Stop playing with these people and these spiritualities. That's, that's Listen, all that's what I'm saying. I am not one. Yeah. I believe in, maybe not in this way, but like, I feel like you can wish ill on people who do you wrong, but just be very careful. Cover your mouth, keep it your thoughts. And, and you just gotta be careful with that kind of stuff. You, yeah. you have to be careful. You don't know. Cause I'm somebody who believes in revenge. Oh, but, sure. but this is not, this is not That's that. That's not that. 
this was just ugliness and, and, and nastiness. Um, and hey, girl, that's your life. But um, my lady didn't do anything to you. She did not do anything to you. And honestly, in the grand scheme of things, DC Youngfly didn't do anything that's going to affect your life. You really didn't do shit to you either. You didn't do anything either. You went she on to his job. This and it happened in two thousand and eighteen. Let it go. He did. He did the job that he was contracted to do. You went on the show that does this. I don't understand why you you should be like, okay, yes, you got sad. Okay, take it on the chin. That fucking sucked. Okay. Listen, listen, you should have pulled a Will Smith that and, been- and punched right. him dead. Listen, now that is appropriate. If you would have punched him in his shit, I wouldn't have said anything. I wouldn't have said a it's word. It's the fact that you've been talking about this for four years. Yes. It's not like this is the first time she's ever said anything. Listen. Keep bringing up this one incident. This was a talk shit get hit incident, not a death, a pox upon your house type. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you you really just this took this to a level that it didn't have to be. In this area of my life, in this season of my life, I'm not arguing with none of you random bitches because no. I don't know. Because y'all always got to take it to the next level. You have more to lose than I do. And that's what I have learned in life. Y'all have a different, you know, y'all take, you have a different spirit on y'all. And we have I, different perceptions on like the seriousness of situations and the stakes. My thing is, you can call me ugly all day. Guess what? I'm still going to look like this. Because like gun violence is a very serious topic. But the shit that y'all be pulling out guns for, Really? Whoa. Really? Whoa. But the shit that y'all shoot What? What? <laughs> Bullets? You, you, like, he scuffed your sneaker? Whoa. 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 I can see if he had your mama in a chokehold. Shoot him for that. Right. I don't know much about guns, but I know. <laughs> I just feel like a nigga bumping you in the club is not reason for a shootout. I'm sorry. Is it just me? Now, there are some things to shoot niggas for. If a nigga hurts your sister, cool. I just feel like on every turn, I'm going to try and whoop your ass first. Right. Like, and th- right. Not catch a charge. Like a little, a real charge. I think there's a big- it's, I can't even think about a situation where I'm not, unless you also have a gun in my face. Right. Or I cannot think of a situation where I, I'm not. It could be, they could be like, Dana, Floyd Mayweather is at your door and he wants to fist fight. All right now. Well, I guess we have to. <laughs> Let no. me just try and get a couple. <laughs> right. Now, mind you, would I have a bat for Floyd Mayweather? Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm not doing it on my own. Am I, I fighting dirty of... Course. I didn't say I wasn't going to, you know, flip a couple tables, throw a couple chairs. Would I have some yeah. knuckle joes on? But sure. a bullet? You're wildin'. What Beyonce say? You're pew, taking this pew. a little too... Too far. <laughs> okay. I just really can't think of anybody that could show up at my door today that I'm not going to try and fisticuff with you before you I go me. I'm, good for, I'm good for a good... Like, yeah, like, if you say something wild to me, my first thought is, let's fight. What happened to... And, and here's my thing. We talked about this. I think we need to bring fighting back. I think that a lot of times things could be resolved... In five minutes, blow for blow. I may not win, but I'm gonna get a few in. Right. I just need to feel like we we 
took that to me is like the ultimate like we have hit the ceiling so anything above that i'm always just like oh again unless you like war as a war as a concept makes no sense to me unless you have a knife to my loved one's head why are we using this president and this president is beefing so everybody else in this bitch gotta meet up on the battlefield what 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 That shit I was even there. Ain't got shit to do with me for real. What I you even, mean? I don't even know this nigga. So I don't even care about this. What? Boy, we gotta shoot. I don't even know him. Right for some land that I'm not finna get. Whoa, <laughs> that's really it. I, that's what I never understood about war. That's the one thing I will never understand. Unless you are threatening the entire. And, so, and this sometimes sometimes I could see kind of how war makes sense, particularly if you're like, we're going to kill everybody in your town. Okay, everybody in the town fight. But if you bitches are fighting over ideologies, I'm not fighting for that. I'm sorry. I'm not killing nobody else, another human being, because your ideology and your ideology don't make sense. You niggas don't duke that shit out. Yeah, fuck you. Um, we are running long, so I'm actually yes. going to end um, what's trending there. So we will take a quick break and be back for something you need to hear. What is up, y'all? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Black Girl Roundtable. We're going to get right back to it. But before we do, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast wherever you are streaming so you never miss an update. And it helps us out to make more episodes just like this one. Let's get back into it. All right, y'all, we are back with something y'all need to hear. And because this episode has run so long, we've been so passionate about people not being terrible people just for the sake of being terrible people. I'll cut it down to a reasonable amount. We, <laughs> we're we going to, like, one, talk about something something a little bit more relaxing, literally relaxing itself. Um, but we'll keep it, you know, cute and short. Um, but let's talk, let's talk about the art of rest. If you do not follow, um, uh, what is it, uh, Nap Ministries or Ministries of Nap? I gotta figure out. I'll find her Instagram or her Twitter. I'll look it up. But um, I think it's, it's on Twitter. I don't. I, no, no, I think it's on Instagram too. I must say, can't help you. I'm sorry. I think it's Nat Ministry. <laughs> the Nat Ministry. The Nat Ministry. Yes. So if you have followed the Nat Ministry before, um, you will know about how they talk about how you need to prioritize rest, and how rest is not a bad thing. It's not something you put on the back burner. It's something that you prioritize in your life. Like you make it your priority. Um, And understanding that that is not everyone's current reality in um, many societies. And then the one that we're in, um, in the American capitalist society, that rest um, is not always accessible to people. And I want to make something very clear that getting your required hours of sleep at night is not what we're talking about. That is like, yes, please get your hours of sleep that your body requires to recuperate for the next day um, for your health to build your immune system up daily. We're not talking about like the sleep that you get between whatever hours to whatever hours. Right. We're talking about like rest from your day-to-day world what does rest look like so we're talking about the art of rest so ladies i have to ask you this question would you would you all do 
outside of your I want to say eight hours, but let's keep it a bean. Nobody here actually sleeps eight hours a night. I think between all of us. Not consecutively. Not consecutively. <laughs> not consecutively. No, Dana said, speak for yourself. <laughs> I get my eight. <laughs> I said, who's we? Look, I'm going to tell you one thing. If there's one thing I'm going to do, I'm going to go to sleep. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Now, granted, I will say, work from home life has now allowed me to get my eight hours but prior yes. to that absolutely not yeah so for me if you know me i work in events i just simply like in the summertime i simply don't get eight hours of sleep um either i'm working i'm at an event or i'm thinking about working or an event so i unfortunately just or sometimes i'm just up like i just have different projects going on i you know but i will say lately i've been like it's midnight sleep but how do we outside of our eight hours of sleep that we are supposed to be getting everyone how do you all rest mm. so a, a big one for me and this is something that i'm working on lately um i have entirely too much green time um i just between working at a desk and just I think I'm a lot better than than most people in like my phone addiction, but I could still do way better. Um, I just try to pull away from my phone. And so for me, rest looks like um, time in the sun because I am vitamin D deficient as a lot of black people are. Um, and then a lot of time finding things to do that don't involve me looking at a screen of any sort. And so for me, that typically um, comes to books. Um, so I try to buy like one or two a month and just, um, like we said that before bedtime, just giving myself something to do that doesn't require a lot of effort, um, but still allows me to kind of just shut off my brain for 30 minutes to an hour um, every day, every other day. Um, that's super helpful. That's very restful to me. Um, yeah, I think that's probably my big one. Um, outside of that, um, I think I've mentioned it on the show before. I pull four days a week. It is essential in my life now just to move around and, and get that physical activity and to have a hobby that I'm not trying to, to monetize. Um, that's really important. Um, and then screen related, but still very fun for me. Um, Angelina shares this affliction as well. I play the hell out of The Sims. Yep. And just, I love it. The Sims girlies who get it, get it. And the girls who don't, don't. But if you're looking for something to do, highly recommend. Exactly. Nope. Mine are pretty similar. I am a, probably not the real definition of the word, but whatever. Escapism is my jam. Whatever that looks like. Books or my either physical book or my Kindle app, whatever comes first. Or we haven't talked about her in a while. Choices. Oh my yes. God. <laughs> she comes in clutch I haven't played in a while but when she comes in she comes in handy I or I am I am very like much depending on the day I am a loner like I don't want to be around people so I will just be in my room or on the couch just headphones in like it's high school all over again and I'm just like sitting so and then of course like Dana said I, I it is a problem I play a ridiculous <laughs> amount of sin. like 
if it is like Ooh. I know I work from home the next day, like I don't care about anything and anyone. I look up and it's not intentional. Cause I'll be like, oh, it's eight o'clock. I'll just play for like an hour or two. I look down, it's two o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, oh, what happened? Jelena sent me this mod, whatever the fuck it is, with like the realistic relationship reactions. Oh. <laughs> that shit has been taking over my life. Like such and such confront him about his relationship with so-and-so and the girl be like what are you talking about there's nothing to be worried about yeah, and then one of my sims would do a custody battle and i was sitting there I like oh my god literally i gave what did i do only the sense people will understand this everybody else i'm so sorry but just for a moment so i made thorn bailey in de la soul valley a twin brother Ooh. had Octavia start messing with the twin brother, got pregnant by the twin brother, and Thorne found out. And now they are in a heated divorce and custody battle. And oh when I tell gosh. you, I be on my computer like, what's gonna happen? Scandal. Right. What is going on? And then Judith is all in it, like. <laughs> So and sometimes if you don't place if you play Sims, you know, sometimes this stuff don't even be scripted. Like you don't even be trying to you, make it happen. It just you walk away to go get something to drink and you come back, it all hell has broken. And your house is literally world. on fire. <laughs> now, let me tell you, so what I do for rest is one, I like sit I I love to watch movies that I've watched several times before. Oh yes. Um also I'm I love also do love a nap. An actual physical midday nap. I do like naps. I don't think I know how to take naps because I be sleep. No, I get that. And sometimes I take my naps be a little bit too long. And that's how I was like three hours late for a party um, one time. But um, <laughs> also, I've been playing like them cooking games that you play on like your iPad. Oh, I love those too. They are literally like you just shut your mind off and you just click, 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 click. Gotta make. Mine is like, you know, the ones where it's like you gotta like color code the things. Yes. To like get them all in yes. the one that's, yeah. Um, I need to get, I need to get back into crocheting and uh, the adult coloring books. But, um, and I also just need to get back into books. Like, I feel like I, my screen time is really, really bad right now, particularly with like TikTok. Um, and, and I can like look up and it's like 2 a.m. and I've been like, oh, I've been on this for hours. Um, so I need to get better at doing that. Need some book um, recommendations, I got you. Now be forewarned, it's all smut. But <laughs> oh my god, no! <laughs> I got like a scholarly book right now, but the rest of it is all just right. I'm trash. like, if you want some race relations type books, I got you. But other than that. No, you for a wild ride. I was like, I want black women <laughs> falling in love and having a great time. Right. That's all I have time for. To do that. And I'm when I go on vacation um in a month or so, um, please. I, I'll love send you a list. Sit on the beach. Start a book club, Read you. a book. Because I need one a month. I just be like, this was a great story, and I know exactly what's going to happen, but I'm in it regardless. <laughs> yeah. So please, since. Baby, come my way. Show looks good to me. Oh, I was singing the wrong Please one. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, no, I had the words Baby, all fucked up. Baby, would you come my way? <laughs> no, this is, is the... Uh, is the, oh, wait, I'm singing the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm singing the wrong one. First off, I'm saying this. 
It was they, and that's funny because those was two completely different vibes. <laughs> Yo. How would we like? I'll ask this next question, and I'll only I'll do two more questions because we got a little sidetracked again. Um, <laughs> it's us. So it sorry. is. It's me. Hi. This is this is the episode of side of sidetracking. It's fine. It's okay. Um, I mean, when is it not the episode? I mean, but yeah, yeah. Okay. That is true. <laughs> Fair. Um, what would we like to do to intentionally enhance our rest? Ooh. Okay, so this, I'm not sidetracking, but follow the bouncing ball here. No, I got you. When I first moved to Florida, I moved into my first apartment and I think I was overwhelmed with having my own space, but was really excited to create a space that felt very comfortable, very me and didn't quite get there. Um, And the apartment that I'm in now, I think I've done better um this is a beautiful apartment very proud of myself for being able to maintain it and for it looking the way it does but I feel like I could do more so my next place I really want to create a space where like every room has a specific purpose for me to be able to live in and so I want my bedroom to be a place of rest I want my workspace to be a place where I can really feel productive and you know my living room my kitchen and so on and so I think sometimes we underestimate the value that space has on how we are able to either turn on or cut off and so that's really important with me when and whatever my next space is going to be I'm planning to move fingers crossed pray for me y'all at the end of the year um and i really want that next space to foster like good rest good all the things mm-hmm. does that make sense it makes, yeah. perfect. Okay. It makes perfect sense. okay good yeah do you want i'll, I'll go to lena if you're still okay, yeah i'm like i'm trying to think <laughs> i think for me like one i definitely want to cut down my screen time by a lot I want to be very intentional about my social media use and not just like I have to do it this time, this time, this time, but to be like, okay, I've been on this for two hours straight. Let's do something else with our, with our time. Um, you know, I also want to prioritize, um, I like sitting, I, I was like my rest spaces. Um, I really want to, and, and, and not on a materialistic level, but I want to prioritize, how I engage in like self-care practice. Like I really want to be able to have like a routine to where like there is a few hours of my week dedicated to solely self-care. And I'm doing something for myself that is intentional to my rest and my recuperation. So whether that be Sundays taking a bath, like a long hot, like I love hot baths, taking a long hot bath or, um, which is something that's like now in modern apartments is so annoying because a lot of these nicer apartments don't have oh bathtubs and it's very annoying. Cause it's like, I know you like new age bitches don't take baths, but I do. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like it's an accessibility issue. Every time I see that, I'd be like, but what if you, what if I needed to take it? What if I had kids? 
Right. That's always what I think. What if you have kids? A three-year-old cannot take no shower. Like, you know what right. I'm saying? And like, I love a bath. And I get the clean, cleanliness part of it. But, bitch, the, the girls who know, know. You take your shower, and then you sit in the tub. No, but retweet talk everything you guys have said already. But in kind of in a similar space of what Dana was saying um, a few minutes ago, like, it feels like work when you're doing self-care yes. things. Like, mm-hmm for me to be intentional about them because I am like a schedule person like even when there's nothing to be on time or schedule mm-hmm. that is how my brain operates so I'm like all right it's Monday but well, we gotta do Monday all right so then Tuesday we gotta do and it's like just hold on just hold on a minute so even like just making those like live my best delusional life and make the things I don't want to do seem so glamorous and wonderful and like yeah make it not feel that way like intentionally making it not feel that way yeah i think for me and then also finding something outside of these four walls of my home and my job for me personally like having a a place of rest or you know unwinding outside of just being like oh i'm home i don't gotta deal with people i don't gotta do this like something something tangible that is all for me lots of adventures when i move closer yes Making it take. Yeah, a I'm about to say because if you know if you know me, all you gotta do is tell me. Put some clothes on. We going to pole. All right, right. Where's <laughs> where we pole. going? <laughs> I really have wanted to take archery lessons. I've been really thinking about it a lot lately. Like don't, I was like, I started taking up baking. <laughs> oh, I can't bake. <laughs> Not I can make pies, and that's it. Like that. That's like my new hobby that I'm currently working on. We are working on. It. That's Thank why I'm so excited to move so that I can just. Ache more. Do your things. I'm yeah. so excited to just. That's yes, also dangerous territory for me because I like mm-hmm. snacks. So I was like, hmm, maybe But I am dead. I am determined to become a gym girly. Not a 6 a.m. gym girl. Not that ain't gonna work because I gotta get up and go to work at that point. But some sometime gym girl. We gotta make it to the gym. We gonna do it. I think I'm gonna be, I think I want to be a walk girl, a girl who takes a walk or gets on the elliptical. I like that. Done. I don't know if I want to be a gym girl, but I want to be some kind of like. I could see myself being a Pilates girl, but at the same time, I'm like, Ooh. I was just about to say that. But once I found out what Pilates actually was, I was like, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> I don't know if I have the willpower to do any of this. I think I could be like. I think I would be more like a. Um, a walk girl or like someone who does like I don't know I probably would do dance on Saturdays and that'd be it like honestly right or I need one of those like hip hop workout play- I need one of them with the step thing I need something like that something cute something fun Dana your your sound is off you're muted I don't know what happened um, <laughs> <laughs> I am the type of person where I need to be like look at this thing that I have learned or this like tangible result or yeah. I feel like I'm not getting anywhere. And that's what I've realized with myself about like any type of gym activity. So like I want to do other things as well. But I think that's why I've been able to stick with pole because I'm like, here are the tangible right. things right. that I have learned how to do. Watch me flip my body upside down on this metal pole. <laughs> like, great. I've I've gotten my return on investment. So I don't know what my next thing is going to be. But my pole instructor is also a Pilates instructor or like my main trainer. She be trying to slip them Pilates move in there. Fuck that shit. She be like, balance yourself on only your butt. What do you mean? Hold your No. One, two. We're going to do a hundred of these. I've got seven. 
No. I can give you a smooth five. Shout okay. out to the girls who do Pilates because you are a stronger woman it's than I probably garbage. would ever be. It's garbage. And I, I need to stop putting yoga and Pilates in the same sentence. It's not, they're the not. Same. they're not the same. They're yeah. like distant cousins. And so, mind you, I actually didn't. For me, I did not mention the gym because for me, the gym is not rest. <laughs> for me, exercise is not rest. I That's something that I do. I gotta be delusional because once I get there, I enjoy it. It's getting yes, it's the get there. <laughs> I will tell you there. truthfully: find a gym. My whole studio has crazy late fees. Like the late fees will make you sick. And so, off the strength of not getting charged the late fee, that's why I go. That is why I go. Because you pre-register for your classes for the month and you can like cancel them, but you have a six hour window. And right. typically I don't start getting into the, ugh, I'm not going to the gym mode until like, like three hour hours before. Yeah. yeah. And so at that mm. point it's too late. So you're either going to get this like $20 fee or you're just going to get your ass up and you're going to go. See, yeah, I need that. Right. Yeah. I need, yeah. For, for me, I need consequences. I need consequences of the penalty yeah. of money. The only reason I have learned how to pole dance is because there are consequences. So they'd be like, pick your classes this month, Dana. I'd be like, ooh. And you know how you'd be all motivated at the beginning? Like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do that. And I'm going to do that. And every month it starts like that. And literally, I had a class yesterday, 5.15. I finished work at 5. I don't want to go. You going to let them take that $20 at your account? No. not. <laughs> I'm going to get my black ass up and I'm going to go. Because it's going to be worth it at the end. Yes. But, and mm-hmm. I had a great time. I always have a good time. Losing that $20 is definitely not worth yeah, it. So but I, I just need to probably just switch my mindset to yeah. exercising. And I, 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 you know me, I love to dance. So I need to get back into that. Yes. I'm just like, find a thing. Because once you find a thing, like, it's it's crazy how much, like, access to a pole studio has factored into some of my, like, decision making for, like, my relocation. But it's important to me now. So, yeah, I got, I need it. All right. So last question about the art of rest. What is, and I think we talked about this a little bit, what is a unconventional way to combat our society's like go, go, go mentality and the practice of rest that we do now? So how do you rebel against like the capitalist work like always working um mentality with your rest like how do you intentionally combat that i I literally live by the like the thought of like if i die today all they're going to do is replace me and that has literally like that just thinking of that i'm like yeah that's enough like i didn't stress myself out enough about y'all like yeah it's okay like you're not gonna fire me I do enough I do enough and I do it well that you're not gonna fire me. So if I don't like literally kill myself trying to do this, like it's not gonna make a difference today or tomorrow if I'm gone. Like that that's unfortunate, but that's how I did. It's very dark, it's very bleak, but I think a lot of people are like, I have to do well in this life. And it's like you did well and you were successful and you did this, but you didn't live mm-hmm. a life. Like you worked yourself to the ground and didn't get to enjoy the time. Like I don't want to enjoy my life when I'm 80 years old. Like, I guess I do, but like, I also want to enjoy it while I'm in my prime and I can actually do things. <laughs> like, that's the part. Yeah, like, I of course, I want my, my you know, future to be successful and to have things if I have children and all that good stuff. But 
in my 20s, I would also like to enjoy the fruits of my my little bits of labor that I have now. <laughs> right. Well, I can go zip lining and it won't. And if I crack something, right, I, won't, right. I can go I roller skating and fall and not break a hip. Like I just right. would like to enjoy little things. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. I think it's the mentality of I work to live. I do not live to work. And so, yes, like, you know, 40 hours, sometimes more a week is your work schedule. But to me, I have really tried, and I'm not perfect at this, but I think in the past maybe month or two, I've gotten a little bit better with it. I go to work and I do my work, but I go into work looking forward to my time when I'm not there and not even so much like the, oh, I can't wait to get out of here. But in the mentality of this is what funds the things that I like. Like, this is what pays for the things that I like to do. It pays for my baubles. It pays for my vacation. It pays for the food I get to go home and cook and the great meal I'm going to get to have. And that has made the work days a little bit more bearable. And it has also just made me enjoy my time not at work more as opposed to like the countdown until when I have to go to work. Um, and don't get me wrong, some job situations are just God awful. So if that's your situation, believe me, I get it. I've been there. Um, but if your job is like, you know, rule of, I always say rule of thirds at your job. A third of the time you love it. A third of the time is cool. A third of the time you hate it. If that's what you got going on at work, you probably all right. Um, so if that's your work situation, then I think that mentality shift is, is very helpful. Um, so yeah, I think that's the biggest part of it. And then the other piece I think for me is just, um, and we've talked about this a bazillion times over, take your PTO, take your PTO, take off. Take off when you need to, take off when you don't. Your grandma's cat is graduating from kitty finishing school. Take a day off. <laughs> I'm telling you, especially if you like for me, like our PTO doesn't roll over. So it's like you Same. use it or lose it. Like you lose it. And what are you holding on to it for? And as someone who has lost PTO at her last job, and I'm like, I should really mm. Every time I think about it, I get sick. I'm gonna censor myself, and we can talk about this later offline. But there, I like I there. There are people who I want to square up with who should have told me like, hey, before you before you send out in your resignation letter, you might want to do this. I yep. wish, and like, like you should have like, if you had my best interest at heart, if we were so cool, you should have let me know that. First off, fuck your bitch and the, and the click you, you claim. claim. Who, anyways? But mine is yes. <laughs> If you can, and this is why people people try to like shit on people with like retail jobs or blah blah blah. Man, retail jobs, my retail life. You do, and, bro. Listen, me and Raheem were just talking about this. He was, we were at a restaurant. He was like, "Sometimes, do you miss working retail?" I was like, "Yes, yeah, I do." Miss hey, retail. I won't come in. Someone, can you cover my shit? <laughs> For me, it's the fact that when you worked retail, once you clocked out, I don't think about y'all. I was it. I don't I'm think done. about y'all. I'm done. I'm done. If my boss says you come in today, if I'm not scheduled, no, Great. like, and it's not, and it's not gonna count against you in not any gonna count against way. you. And particularly where what like how I worked, it was very much like 
me and my coworkers, we were not trying to gun for like a managerial position or like we weren't trying to be such and such and such in the company. So there was no like contention or like competitiveness to like, oh, because you could reach this level. Like some retail jobs, there are stuff like that. But like if you just trying to make your coin and go, to hell and home. go home and go to the bar with your coworkers after work. And because we're like, those are some of like the best relationships. Because once you all go off of work, if you had the later shift, y'all can just go to the bar after work. And the flexibility yeah. that you had, especially if you worked at a store that closed early. Now, y'all bitches remember when I was working at Catherine's. Yes. At six o'clock. Six o'clock. I'm it closed 8.30. It closed at eight on Monday through Friday and six on Sunday. Dana, are you, I thought Dana has to work. The store closes at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. I still have an hour and some change to get dressed. That was the best job. Yeah. And, and nobody came in. Nobody came in that damn right. store. And when they did, they spent $1,000. And I done hit my sales goal for the week off of two people that I seen this right. whole week. And so that's why I'm like, y'all can say what you want about like blue collar jobs or whatever, da, 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 or retail jobs or restaurant jobs, waitress jobs. When you cluck out that hoe, you have to think about this. Me, I'm thinking about emos right now no, see, I'm thinking not even forget the I'm like what's gonna happen in the next month that's gonna like that I need to prepare myself I'm sitting here work. worrying about Supreme Court decisions and whether right. or not affirmative action is gonna be reversed <laughs> because that's gonna completely change the landscape of my career but when I was working at Catherine's I'm not worried about none of that shit I'm thinking about different like grants that have to go through and if things that happen in DC with this funding we don't get our funding da 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 I'm and mind you I have girl girl boss so close to the damn sun that people supervisors that shit is not garbage garbage you need somebody supervising people like Asha what do I do I don't, don't know. I don't know. Let's all go home. How about that? Yes. Thank you all for the art of rest. Everyone, please take your rest. Figure out what rest means to you. Everyone's rest looks differently. I will mm. say that. Um, but also understand that like rest is not a bad thing. Rest is not something that you put on the back burner. It is something that you prioritize. Um, and it is needed. You do not want to burn. Like burnout is so one common um but it's so detrimental to your health like you don't want to burn out very much so but yes that is it thank you all for joining us for the art of rest i'm sure this will not be the last conversation we have about rest because we love here at uh the black girl roundtable we do love a good rest a good nap a good relaxation and we hope you do too thanks yes amen well we'll take one more quick break and we will be back with our question for this episode What is up, you guys? Thank you so much for listening to Black Girl Roundtable. We're going to get right back into the episode. But before we do, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast and following us on social media at The Bougie Black Girls on TikTok and on Instagram. You can also check out thebougieblackgirls.com for articles, updates, and some info on some other soon-to-come produced projects by The Bougie Black Girls. Let's get back into the episode. Yay. <laughs>
All right, we are back with our last segment, Ask Black Girl Roundtable. As always, you can email us or DM us. Um, you can email us at askvgr at thebougieblackgirls.com. But as always, we are back on Reddit with the crazy shenanigans. So, am I the asshole for revealing a family secret at a reunion? So, picture this. A long-awaited family reunion generations gathered under one roof and a secret weighing heavily on my conscience as the designated black sheep of the family i found myself faced with the dilemma that had haunted me for years little did i know that revealing the truth would lead to fireworks of anger betrayal and a family divided unbeknownst to everyone an affair had occurred several decades ago resulting in a child who was who was secretly given up for adoption it all began with a long lost love affair between two Two individuals who were passionately entangled in a forbidden romance. Bound by familial expectations and obligations, they made the difficult decision to keep their relationship hidden, lest it bring disgrace to their respective families. Little did they know that their hidden affair had consequences far beyond their own lives. At the affair, As the affair continued, a child was conceived, their love child, whose existence remained a carefully guarded secret. Years later, at this family reunion obviously brought together multiple generations unaware of the shocking revelation that awaited them but deep within my heart i carried a secret that could shatter that carefully constructed facade i have recently connected with this family member via ancestry dna and pieced pieced their story together from bits and pieces i had heard over the years as the reunion approached the weight of this secret became unbearable i felt suffocated by the lies and deception that had perpetuated that's like one word i've never seen written perpetuated our family's <laughs> legacy and so fueled by a mixture of courage and perhaps a touch of recklessness i made a decision that would change everything gathered around the dinner table where laughter and chatter filled the air i took a deep breath and revealed the truth i exposed the hidden skeletons in our family closet unraveling the carefully crafted image that had been painstakingly mis- maintained for years Silence descended upon the room, broken only by gasps of disbelief and the sound of shattered illusions. Angry glares and tearful expressions met my gaze as family members grappled with the shock and truth laid that I laid out. Accusations flew, voices rose, and a heated argument erupted. Now here lies the question that has left me torn. Am I the asshole for revealing the family secret, disrupting the harmony and unity that had been carefully preserved? Should I have kept quiet and allowed this to persist? sparing everyone from the pain and turmoil or was it my duty to shine a light on the truth no matter the no matter the consequences deliberate share your perspectives and let the verdict be delivered first and foremost i feel like you wrote this a little too poetically and i was a little (laughs) bit annoyed so i just felt the need to say that right no i wanted more juice i wanted more tea i wanted more who slept with who writing shakespearean sonnets like girl (laughs) but you are not alice walker come with listen i'm screaming not alice walker okay trying to give us tony morrison imagery it's not no um but with that being said this is probably like my greatest fear do I think one of my parents has like a secret child somewhere? No, but the anger I would feel in my soul if I ever found this out would be like unmatched. Um, so I can't really blame you for revealing it. And also I cannot blame you for the venue you chose to reveal it at because at the end of the day, 
like that's on them like that's the that's the risk you take when you are doing shady shit what's done in the dark will come to the light so i can't say that oh my god you're at fault for doing that this that that and the third the only thing i think you're at fault for is you know maybe not putting the thesaurus down (laughs) right i'm like this was all a very cute story but like how can i put this so do i think you're the asshole no do i think that one me personally if it's unless there is like you know that there is like irreparable harm that can be done to a person that did that harm does not deserve to be done to if this came out then i said yes you are the asshole because like it could hurt somebody like for example for example like let's say someone in like the marriage was abusive and that's why and you know let's say there's a there was abuse involved and things could escalate and get worse for a person if this family secret came out right then i'd be like you need to be less reckless with you know the information that you give and you need to figure out the lesser of two evils and what will be the best case scenario you need to be a little bit smarter but if that's not it and people are just mad because of their legacy particularly if you're the black sheep to where like you don't really give a fuck about nobody's legacy because no one gives a fuck about you or people are always condemning you and you're like like i know for me if i'm the black sheep of the family and y'all sitting here talking about me and y'all got all this shit going on, and you're talking about, you know, integrity and shit like that, I'm gonna be like, oh, so you want to talk about mothers, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I'm gonna, yeah, I might, I might air out the room to be like, let's put, let's put it all on front street, let's do it now. I might also, like, I might, I understand that, because I feel like sometimes family secrets be holding family growth back, and it needs to get it like it needs to come out so that you all can start the healing process. You can't start the healing process if there's all these secrets and deception and anxiety within the family. Get this shit out so you all can start the the healing work, right? So no, I don't think you're an asshole for that. Particularly if there's a, a secret child involved who wants to meet their family but they can't because they're a secret. And that's not fair to that child because they're an innocent by if if they're not a child, but like the child, the children person in that scenario um because that person is innocent and really they just want to meet their biological family at the end of the day and i think that they deserve that um if they want that now i me and my sister have had this hypothetical debate before if it ever came out that i had a secret sibling i wish you the best in your life and i'm so sorry that one of our parents did this to both of us I can't like I I really can't I'm so sorry like I don't I can't see I could but I, I but I also think that I have like aunts and uncles somewhere that we don't know about and my parents are like no I'm like okay I mean my both of my paternal grandparents were married prior to marrying each other so I do have aunts and uncles that I'm like aware of but don't know like that so like i i'm not and and you guys know i am not a stranger to a family secret um but and however because of that experience at this big age i just need my reality to stay as it is and any new information i will give you what i can but after that like you coming to christmas and that no 
Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's how I feel about this situation. I feel like you could have went to the parties involved and been like, hey, I know what happened. So either you going like talk to this person, like the other person, the child, whoever, or or then I'ma threaten to tell the world. But like just going off rip like, hey, you know John and Susan, yeah, they was neighbors, but they had a kid and I met the kid. Like that's all fine. <laughs> I would, what I would say is I would go to the person, maybe not personally, so that you don't put yourself in danger, but I call him on the phone and be like, hey, the family reunion is Friday. I have found this out and it's weighing on my heart. Either you tell everybody in the next 24 hours, 48 hours, or I'm doing it. I'm giving you, I'm giving your, cause things, I'm giving your story I'm, I'm putting your story in your hands and letting you tell your story and letting your narrative be your narrative of your story. But just know that if you don't say anything, I'm going to say something. And I'm giving you this much time to do it, to figure it out what you what you going to say. But this is my, the info that I have. And make sure that that person does not know where you live and don't know where you are. And that's it. For what it seemed like in this scenario, like everybody is grown so personally, I could really give two fucks what my family has to say at a certain point. No, no, like, All right, right, we going to tell them. Like, what you going to do? I watch too much. You don't want to kill me. <laughs> I think for me, like, especially if we're at a certain age, you have had 20 plus years, years yep. to tell this from your lens and your perspective. I was not looking for this information. I did not want this information, but now I have it. So since you did not take this opportunity to, and you have disrupted my reality right. and my narrative, my piece. I'm going to shake some shit up. And again, as the black sheep of the family, I just... What, what do I have to lose? They don't even fuck with you don't like no me. fucking way. Especially if you've been getting like judgment for your relationship choices and certain things like that. Oh yeah. I'm telling it. So no, I don't think you're the asshole at all. Um, and shout out to anybody who has dealt with a family secret. Like, thankfully mine was not that deep, but like, my hey, God. Look, the 23andMe's and all of them things been revealing all the family secrets I'm for folks. not it's doing it. It's been crazy. The okay. stories I done heard. I don't need to know. Ever since I saw that episode of, what's, it, what's that show they got? Finding Your Roots. And Angela oh. Davis found out that she was descendant from the fucking pilgrims. I'm d I don't want to do this. It's okay. I got my DNA results back and I just was like, I should have sat here and ate my I I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black to black and I'm black, y'all. No, you know, I yeah, you can't mm -mm. No. Okay. I already struggle with being an octoroon, okay? Or whatever the the, <laughs> the the white equivalent is, all right? I don't know what it is when it's reversed. But I don't, you know, we Look, do what we can. I'm, I'm telling y'all, I'm about to start checking the boxes off and see what happens in life. Right. I'm in the interview, if I, if because if you don't pick me, discrimination, and now I'm winning my lawsuit. Try it. Did you buy racial girl? So, look, I'm gonna do the one drop rule. That's what I said. I said I got a couple drops. I'm good. <laughs> I'm all right. Girl. I tell you, my dad like literally looked at it. It was like 
this is not real. I said, Dad, it's science. What do you mean? Do you mean? He was like, that can't be accurate. He said, we're black. What do you mean? It's definitely, we are descendants from slavery. Like, what do you mean? At some point, this is real. He said, stop the count. He said, like, there's going to be whites somewhere down the line. We are not, like, first gen anything. So, like, what do you what do you think was going to come up? He said, stop this. He, like, I you, he stop refuses. He literally refuses to do it because he just don't believe that this could possibly yeah, I get be it. true. And I'm like, that, the things my no, the things my dad don't believe that can't be true about black people is, like, hilarious but it's also like the 60s the the, the late 50s and 60s was like it was a a crazy time what the fuck was they what what was life like for y'all science was not everyone strong they was inhaling asbestos in the damn schools after they sent them bitches to the moon they was like that's it all righty well that is hilarious on that hysterical note I think that is going to wrap up this episode of Black Girl Roundtable. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. Please give the podcast a rating and subscribe wherever you're listening. Do I say that every week? Yes. Do I mean it just as much as I did the week before? Also, yes. It really, really does help us out, y'all. So please do so. Make sure you are following us on socials at The Bougie Black Girls. And we will catch you in the next one. See you soon. Bye.